0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on day two of the inquest into Scotland's humiliation in Kazakhstan. Alex McLeish says he won't walk away despite arguably the worst result in our history. And as if things can't get any worse, we're now off to face the lowest ranked team in the world. Surely not. I'm joined tonight by Derek Johnson and Hugh Evans. There was a time when the calamity in Kazakhstan would have prompted a manager to offer his resignation. There was a time... When the worst defeat in our international history Would have forced the SFA to take matters into their own hands But times have clearly changed 25 hours after our national humiliation We haven't heard a single word From the SFA president, Alan McRae Or his chief executive, Ian Maxwell They're playing at mutual protection And hoping the fuss will die down sooner rather than later But the public are on to them Alec McLeish got the Scotland job Because of the old Pals Act, in my opinion Opinion. The SFA didn't take time to carry out a proper search for Gordon Strachan's successor And now look where we are on the back of cronyism Scotland has the national team the SFA deserves It's a team that's like the SFA Unfit for purpose You can't disagree with that Hugh um, I've been racking my brains since last night When everybody says is this the worst Scotland team ever I can remember back in 78 when we Lost the first game against Peru We were hopefully going to beat them Everybody was saying that Peru have done absolutely nothing We should beat them we we'll get beaten 3-1 The next game was against Iran Who would, would never even realised they had a football team You know, and we drew one each with them And people said after exactly the same as they're saying now You know, that was the worst result in, in Scotland's history But at least Iran got to the World Cup So they paved their way to get there This team have done absolutely nothing And I'm in no doubt that this is probably the worst result we've ever had for where they are in the rankings and where we are. It was an absolute, it was the way we played it got me. But I could tell you something when I saw the team last night, I went, Well done, Alec McLeish, because that's a young side. You know, all, all the lads that are playing there have played really well as individuals, but can they do it as a unit? Because they haven't played together, especially a back four who've, who've just seen each other in the last five or six days before the game. There was no talking, there was no communication between them. There, were, there was nothing coming from midfield. The only one that looked sharp in the first two or three minutes was Ollie Burke, who got to that byline about three times. But his cutbacks never went to a, a Scotland shirt. But it was very, very poor. And yes, and Alex, Alex McLeish will put his hand up. He's the manager. He will take the blame. But the players have got to look at themselves in the mirror as well. This was players that were playing at the peak of their form for their clubs. They've got their chance. They're thrown into Scotland. And they've blown it Hugh I'm not sure it really matters Whether it is the worst result of all time Or the second worst or the third worst It doesn't really matter no. But since we're on the topic You've seen many lows A few highs along the way of course You've seen many lows Is is this as low as it, it gets for you? I think so uh, I go back to the Iran game That uh, Derek's speaking about I mean Eskandarian is famous among Scotland supporters because we needed him to score our goal as well in a one-all draw. So, but at least we had qualified for a World Cup. This is an ongoing saga of underachievement, and I repeat, the appointment of Alec McLeish for me was not made on a sound basis. Michael O'Neill turned us down instead of then renewing the search for a manager. 
Alan McRae A long standing friend Of Alec McLeish In my opinion Decided to call On his pal Don't forget we do A Friday night football In the championship tonight Partick Thistle Up against Inverness Cali Thistle And of course later on Your chance to win £500 With the Stove Centre Glasgow And YouTube Story time The man himself is here But we'll give you The pre-recorded version Derek Johnson's looking YouTube. confused Don't worry <laughs> All will be revealed yes. later on The chance to win £500 The number you need right now though Is 01419511025 And if you would rather tweet We are at Clyde SSB Let's get straight to it Shall we eh? The pressure is on Alex McLeish After that defeat The 3-0 loss Clearly a huge blow To our hopes of making Euro 2020 The manager isn't being drawn though On suggestions That it's a sacking offence It's never finished Till it's finished We bounce back from a, a poor performance In Israel game that's what we must do after this game. Now we have other players to come back. Obviously, there's there's players with more, more experience who have got to come back to the Scotland have to come back to the Scotland squad. So uh, you know, obviously, we we need to have the, as strong a squad as we as we can if we're going to be successful in qualification. I'll just um, continue doing my job. <coughs> Suffice to say, I'm not going to get drawn into that question. Well again Why didn't Alan McRae say something Address the Scotland fans Not just the 600 who Took the time And spent the money To go to Kazakhstan But to the tens of thousands That Alan McRae will expect To flock to Hamden For the home ties In our qualification group Or Why didn't the chief executive Ian Maxwell Have something to say The SFA Are inactive They're never proactive no matter what happens in this game of ours, on or off the park, mm. point throwers, flame throwers, bottle throwers, flame throwers, hammer throwers, pitch invaders, they get nothing to say, nothing to do about anything. In fairness, I wonder, do we cut them any sort of logistical slack? I mean, everyone's in Kazakhstan, they're now heading to San Marino. We're right in the middle of a double header. Yeah, yeah. We play again on Sunday. I, I get what you're saying, but is the was the removal of Alex McLeish really realistic in between those no, two games? You, you don't need to discuss the removal. If you're Alan McRae You come out and say something It might be the, the opposite side of the coin Come out and give Alec your backing Or Ian Maxwell Come out and say something But the whole policy is Dive under the bed Until this goes away No matter the issue Just stonewall it 01419511025 Let's hear from you Jamie's first up in Colsaith Hi Jamie Hi Gordon Hi panel Hello Hi Jamie Hi I'm I'm 62, I've watched Scotland for years, a way back now. Scotland has never been brilliant in the international scene. But I remember the ace of Hartford's, um, Douglas and Shunus and all them. They put that jersey on and they played for that jersey. They actually played. They played. Last night was a total shambles, a shambolic. And I remember years ago in the internationals, we used to go, the whipping boys. You know, the other teams, not Scotland. But I'll tell you, there's only one whipping boys in the international scene, and that is Scotland right now. I beat anybody that takes on Scotland must be rubbing their hands and going, We'll definitely beat them. Well, and I'm talking about this game, San Marino. If he get beat with them or even draw with them, my God, what do you do next? Well, I've it's always an absolute shambles. I've always maintained on this programme, and I believe it to be true, the Ochenleck Talbot would beat San Marino. This is a Country. This is a country who have not scored a goal for themselves in San Marino for six 
years They lost to Poland 5-1 in 2013 That was the last time San Marino scored a goal for themselves In San Marino Now to go back and address Jamie's point About the, the, the days of Dalglish And Sunis And Joe Jordan and all the rest of it We had a golden era It started in 74 And it ended in 98 We had that golden era Now I believe there is Not the same talent That's okay You know you can be a terrific nation For a long sustained period And then there comes a more barren period That's okay, that's football But I do not believe There's the same desire On the part of some players To come up from England And play for Scotland I think that's a harsh thing to say Hugh Because everybody wants to play for their country I know they didn't play well And and we'll slaughter them for that bit that, that for me it looks as if it's going to be a one-off When you get so many players that didn't play well tonight It's happened to, to league, to, to league uh, players And it'll happen to international players again This is players that have been on the top of their game And they're desperate to play for their country I like McGregor when he came out after the game Say, look, we put our hands up You know, we just we, we weren't at it Now they don't go there deliberately saying Oh, we're not at it They actually try, but it just didn't work for them on the night They played against a team that played out their skin Every single I'm one I'm not talking and, about the ones listen, who were there last and, night And we, we couldn't handle that The one thing that Scotland have always had was Let's roll the sleeves up and let's get into them I'm talking I about didn't those, see that at all I'm talking about those who could have been there But weren't And you've got Darren Fletcher this morning Saying that he's not buying this excuse Now this is a man who played through serious illness When part of the Scotland squad He's not buying this excuse about uh, or will not send Callum Patterson or Ryan Fraser because it's a synthetic surface. Yeah, nonsense. You know, yeah. I think to be on in those occasions. I mean, that's driven by the clubs, though. Yeah, of course, yeah. absolutely. I, but I should say to address Jamie's point, he's talking about an era when, and if you go back even further, people used to, Gordon McQueen used to tell me that his father made his wife. Drive over the border to Scotland To make sure that Gordon was born in Scotland So that in the days before the granny rule So that there was absolutely no Dubai That his son would play for Scotland If he was good enough That kind of passion for the country yeah. No longer exists I think I think the passion was there Hugh Because we had good players And we had a good side There's a difference Between 74 and 78 Right through to 98 We had great players then Leadership mm. in the side There's no leadership in the team And that's nothing to do with Callum McGregor He was the captain You need more than one leader in a team We didn't have any last night You need somebody Dare I say it Somebody like Scott Brown in that side we Wouldn't have stood for that Here I rattled a few of these players last night To try and get them going We didn't have anybody like that The thing for me Hugh Is there's a, there's a huge gap which allows for a happy medium. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't need Sunis or Dalglish no. or Jordan to beat Kazakhstan. No. We've long since known that we're nowhere near that level. But my goodness, surely to goodness what we've got at the moment is good enough to beat Kazakhstan or should be. When Gordon Strachan was removed from office after two attempts to reach a major tournament, we then embarked on the search for his successor and decided that Michael O'Neill was the one. When Michael O'Neill said no, We should have gone back to the drawing board. We should have conducted a proper search to find the very best manager, either Scottish, Irish, I don't care what they are, any foreign nationality. But we did not. We turned to Alec. That's not his fault. I believe that was the SFA's fault for not conducting a proper search. Mm. Jamie. Yes. I I would just like to ask Derek and Shoe. 
Last night I watched the game. I'm not. I wasn't expecting a great deal to be honest, because I'm saying to myself, you know what Scotland's. Yeah. Scotland, it's a lucky dip. But you were expecting basically. a win, Jamie. You were expecting a win. I, I, was, I was expecting a yeah, win, but yeah. not a big win. Yeah, I was no, just, just a win. win. Yeah. yeah, just a win. Or, you know, but see, at the end of the day, I'm getting back to the years. That's why I was saying a way back, and I was mentioning the names of the Scotland players. But I'll tell you what, me Scottish players through their years, when they put on that jersey, they play for that jersey. I'm not saying it's pretty sometimes, mm. but the pride... The pride to even put that jersey on and play for your country. That should be enough motivation to go out there and play. Now, see last night, I didn't see any of that. And see another thing, see if you ask me to give Mars out of 10, it'd be minus zero. Not one of them played any, any good. The, not, the, the, not, story, the story is, uh, goes deeper than what happened last night. It was, for me, the worst result ever. But it goes deeper than that. It, it, it's the, the classic... Where do we go from here? Because clearly there is a lack of faith in the management team. James McFadden, Peter Grant and Alec McLeish. And there's a lack of confidence in the national side and the public are not happy with what they are looking at in terms of the management structure or the SFA hierarchy and they won't change. But, but do you know what has to happen though, God? You know what has to happen? We have to win at San Marino. Oh, it's, I mean, all, that's just... it's, it's all right saying, oh, Cyprus beat them 5 nothing." but we're now talking about Scotland, whose heads are on the ground, you know, and, and they've obviously had a talking to by the manager. Does he play roughly the same side or does he throw five out and bring another five in? Robertson may not be back to play at left back. We need a win. If we do not beat San Marino, then we have major, major problems. Graham's in Easter House. Hi, Graham. All right, how you doing? Good, thanks, Graham. All right, Hugh, Derek. Hi, Derek. See, yesterday, yesterday was not a surprise to most people. Celtic went to that same stadium and lost four two with good players, a really good team. So there, I think what's wrong is the coaching in this country. Celtic are a really good team. I mean, Forrest and McGregor, probably two of the best players in the country, play every week to a good standard, but they're not getting tested. They're playing the game in the other team's half. And that's what's wrong. When they move up, they're not getting guys running off them. They're dropping runners. It's just, they're not, it's the coaching that's wrong. You've got McInnes, Clark, Levine. Go to Celtic Park and don't come out of halfway line. It's a problem. Not quite true either. Uh, Kilmarnock have been a thorn in Celtic and Rangers' side. Yeah, Graham's talking about the way they, the way they, the way they, are, the way they become yeah. that thorn. Well, you know, that side last night was more than good enough on an individual and collective basis. It's Kazakhstan we're playing yeah. for goodness so, sake. You know? uh, this is not the time to go into some in-depth look at coaching in this country. We had at the back, Graham Shinney, who is wanted by Rangers for next season. We had Scott McKenna, who was the subject of a £4 million bid by Celtic. We have uh, Bates, who could be in the German Bundesliga next season with Hamburg. We have Callum McGregor in the middle of the park by common consent, one of the best players in the country. James Forrest, who's done exceptionally well for Scotland in the past. There were plenty of players on that park who should have guaranteed mm. us a result. And that is the point. You, I get why people want to look at the bigger picture. We usually save them for the end of the campaign when, when it's definitely done and yeah, dusted. Yeah. But I've seen a lot on social media today, you know, again, a re-examination of grassroots football, a re-examination of how many teams we've got in the league and, and, and things like that. And whilst that will undoubtedly feed into a bigger picture, regardless of any of that, 
We should have beaten Kazakhstan We should have been good enough Those yeah. players should have been good enough Correct So uh, we have to We have to People be a bit, We have to be slightly more careful With the scattergun yeah, yeah, Tonight yeah. surely I, I, The People. players that played last night Are a lot better than they showed last night you know, as and unit, is that why it comes unit, back on the manager then? Yeah, that's, that's why the man, I'll always come back to the manager Because it's the manager that picks him He lays down the, the tactics and everything else And I've said it many, many times on this programme You can be the greatest tactician in the world But if you don't play, tactics go out the window And there's nobody got pass marks last night for Scotland I maintain the same desire to play for the country is not there And that's for the SFA to examine And I maintain that... We had players last night who were able to beat Kazakhstan. Are you talking to you about, about the ones that didn't turn up or the ones that played last night? There's no desire. Well, no, obviously, if they turned up, there's desire. Yeah, so you're if talking about the ones that didn't mm, show up. If you, yeah, if that's you, a different if argument. If you went yeah. three and a half thousand miles to Kazakhstan, you have a desire. Let's give Graham the final say. Uh, you were saying there that that team should have been good enough to beat Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. More obviously, they weren't they to go beat three nothing. They weren't good enough to beat Israel, are we? They're very, very good players to get to a level, and then they're just. They're, it's a coach in this country. It's a game. And Celtic have won. We've got to win three trebles in a row. Well, there's the point, then, Graham. If you're talking, if you're, if you want to talk specifically about last night, I we are in the absolute gutter at the moment. But you're trying to tell me that Kazakhstan's got a, a better coaching structure than we do. A better what? Coaching structure than we do. Well, obviously they have. They beat you three nine. Well, if that's, I think that's a bit of a simple yeah, conclusion yeah, to that, jump to. That's a simplistic knee-jerk reaction. It's the coaching in this country. Nonsense. 01419511025. Thank you, Graham. On Twitter, Lewis McInnes says the SPFL is a bad standard. It shows in our national team. Scott McKenna gets a cap over Liam Cooper, who plays at a higher standard down south. Uh, being in form against Scottish teams doesn't mean you're a world beater. And that shows... In the national team But again this pointing finger at leagues is tough as well Because Liam Cooper plays in the same league as Ollie McBurney yeah. And the reason that he was in the team Is because he's been in great form in that league And then you hear people saying oh, Just shows you the championship down south is rubbish So we're jumping to all sorts of conclusions Bottom, bottom line We're playing the team ranked 117th in the world Who have a record at international level In the major competitions Which is laughable And we contrived to lose 3-0 to them one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's hear from you. We'll hear more from Alex McLeish after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's Derek Johnson and Hugh Keevans here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. How's the cold coming along, Hugh Keevans? You're sounding uh, a bit bunged up. You're sounding more nasally than, than normal. All I can say to you is you should have heard me yesterday. Is this you on the road to recovery? Yes, well on the road I, I looked up from, I'm obviously very busy during the breaks As you can imagine And I looked up um, And Derek and Hugh were taking it in turns At sniffing Hugh's nasal inhaler well, You didn't think it was working I yeah. had to test so it for him. It was a bit strange I'm glad that you, you're back with us And we can get on with the it, football it, it nearly knocked my head off And I gave it back to him right, I can't okay. smell anything we're on, <laughs> we're on Twitter at Clyde SSB uh, Andy says No player has respect for the manager He was appointed out of an old pals act I particularly like Old rather than yeah. old um, And MC says You can't blame grassroots football It's the professionals That didn't play last night That's where the blame lies If people keep hounding Our grassroots programme We will never move forward 0141 9511025 Kenny's in Motherwell Hi Kenny Hi guys How are you doing? Hi Kenny Not bad Kenny You've had a, a day or so To try and get over it What did you make of it? I'm not going to get over it <laughs> I'm not going to get over it Because The thing that really annoys me about it Is 
you know, as Scotland fans, you know, as a common man, you look forward to these games. You g yourself up, waiting to watch your national side. I mean, I've seen myself more saltire at my front lawn because I'm I'm so passionate about seeing my country play, and then you know to to see the lack of effort getting put from the from the guys on the pitch, it, it kills us. Um, the argument of people don't want to play in these games because it's an AstroTurf pitch for me is an absolute nonsense. You know, you've got guys up and down the country who play Saturday and Sunday football on AstroTurf pitches that will be nowhere near as good as the one in Astana. You know, we play for the love of the game. We play with our mates. We play to get ourselves out the house. Um, you know, we, we do all these things. We love the game. And, you know, you take any of those guys who play on a Saturday and Sunday on these pitches and say, do you fancy going to Kazakhstan to travel 4,000 miles and represent your country? They would run through a brick wall. They'd give their left and the right home all to be on that pitch playing for us, to take it to, to, take it to them and, and to not give them an inch to try and get us to a qualification period for, for a, a major finals that we've not seen in years. They all run through brick balls for it. Why can't they? You're putting the That's case, Kenny, more than else. Kenny, you're putting the case forward for the ordinary man. And my answer to you is, uh, it's as politicians always say, there's a need for a root and branch investigation into all of this. I detect uh, an apathy uh, among certain players. Uh, I detect an apathy among what used to be a very, very big support and is now not as big a support. And I believe that we lack... Inspiration On and off the park At the moment The problem with the Plastic pitch one Hugh in particular With say, Let's take Ryan Fraser For instance I, I mean that, that's clearly Bournemouth that are driving that I yeah. don't think Ryan Fraser yeah. Just decides Absolutely. Listen I'm not playing in that You can forget it I'm not playing in the Plastic pitch And this goes back to This relationship Between international football And club football The way players And play, perhaps players do Then prioritise Their club football um, I, I would like to have Been privy To the The specific Discussion yeah, about the, that, but the national side can you know, insist that, 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 that's, well, that's what I was going to say. How how, how much yeah. can Bournemouth dig their heels in? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're talking about um, the, the the plastic pitching that people are looking for their club careers, right? And you know, I'm putting an argument for you for the common man. We used to have a guy that played in our team who was uh, was injury prone, and he would pull out a tackle, right, all the time, right? He became a liability to the team. Now. I'm not wanting players in our team that are going to say, do you know what? I might get injured here. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. See if you're, see if it's you're the wrong interested. attitude. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know. You say it's the wrong attitude, Derek, right? I'm, I'm not trying to be funny, but see the players that you wanted next to you in the, in the park in your playing days were the guys that were, were going to go through folk, like Bomber Brown and, and Richard Goff. We, we don't want and, people, and, and I don't want people beside me as making excuses before a ball's kicked. That's what I'm saying to you. I don't want anyone like that to be beside me in the park. Kenny, you, right. you are here putting forward the case for the common man, as you say. What is the common man's response to the management structure of the national team at the minute? Well, do you know what? We've all played... See, if I'm putting it as, a, um, as an argument as a common man, Right, put it as arrogant as a common man. We've all played for teams that we maybe didn't like the manager, but we're just desperate to play. Right, and for Scotland, it should be no different. 
What is this? What is this? Yes, yes, yes. Address, Kenny, Kenny, address the question directly. Well, he is. He's, he's accepting no, that maybe some of the players don't I, like it, but I they am. should be able to get over themselves, you, is what Kenny's saying. Do you want Alec to remain as the manager? Well, that that has got nothing to do with it. What? What we'll say is, right? No, I don't think Alec McLeish should be the right guy for the job, but. You know, let me make my point here. Yeah. We've all put, as, as amateur football players, football players, whatever, played against guys that maybe we've thought, you know what, he's not the guy for the job. But we've been, we wanted to win the game. We Still wanted want to go play. out and give our yeah. best. Do you know what I mean? It's got nothing to do with Alec McLeish. Or, what is this spoiled attitude? Hmm. Do you think, do you, see, see if talking about managers going by, they wouldn't have suffered that. And see if he can't get them on side, then he shouldn't be be the guy but you need to they need to look at themselves first because at the end of the day no matter what tactics he gives them he can't get them to make the effort well that's an interesting one about yeah. effort because any any pro I've ever spoken to says that the notion that you go on the, the field and you don't try is, is rubbish they say, yeah. that has literally never happened that's, that's what they say however fans how often do we get fans on the phone or you've probably been there yourself where you say they look as if they're not trying So it must be something That's causing it yeah. Hugh I, d- I don't believe That the players go out there And don't try I, no, I just no, no. I don't believe that So is it because then That they are Ill prepared They're set up poorly They're lacking confidence It must be something It must be one of those Because I don't I don't think players Are going to go out and say Nah Don't think I'll try I would have to have Palmer Bates McKenna And Shinny In front of me and say How do you explain Two goals inside the first 10 minutes And get their professional take on it but thereafter, we were goosed because the team went into the shell. Players then began to panic. Uh, and the third goal, uh, five minutes into the second half, was the killer. Mm. So that's last night. This is bigger than last night. This is the future. Need to address the future. Is the right man there? What is to become of us in the games ahead against Russia? Belgium At the moment We have a problem With some players Who appear reluctant To play for Scotland We have to look at The big picture here Derek the shinny one Is is difficult Because you read his, his comments In the, the paper this morning you, you got to feel sorry for him I mean he's talking about yeah, I, know, I'll, I won't be picked for Scotland again That type of thing He clearly wasn't the only one Who underperformed yeah. So there's no chance That he should be hung out to dry At the same time Everyone watched the game Everyone saw where the goals what side of the park they came from, and he clearly had a difficult evening. He did, and uh, it's one of these things. But he was—he he wasn't really playing left back at times. He, he, at times he was the third centre back, which brought him in 30, 40 yards. And I think that was an unusual position for him to play. But he got caught out twice. It's as simple as that. And the third—the third goal is the one that gets me. There's a ball into the box from forty yards wide on the left, and McKenna's six foot two. He hardly jumped with the striker. Mm. You know, and it's a wonderful header. See, Mark Wilson's but, but take no on marking. that though is because it's Shinny's man. Shinny dropped but, but, that runner. But Shinny's five foot eight. There's no way he's going to get near him with the ball in the area, and he's standing there doing nothing. And he ran towards McKenna. McKenna yeah, didn't from even behind jump him, for it. But he's watching the play. McKenna's watching him running at him and didn't jump. As a centre half, you cannot do that. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Stephen says, "I wonder if Bournemouth would prevent an England international from being called up due to a synthetic pitch." Well, as I say, in the grand scheme of things, the synthetic pitch and the loss of Ryan Fraser uh, is not the top priority. Well, maybe not, but it does feed into this whole question about 
you know how, how committed the players the, are well, to playing the, and, the, and what control clubs have The shortest of answer is That Eddie Howe would probably have released the player for England uh, I am reading Eddie Howe's mind I don't know You've asked me for a, a, a snap response That's my snap response Eddie Howe would not have said no to England However Where are we going? Where are we going? I mean We're playing a team on Sunday Ranked 211 in the world Population of that country And it's laughable to call it a country The population is roughly half the number of people Who go to Celtic Park on league match days There are 33,000 people who live in San Marino They haven't scored a goal at home for six years If anything at all goes wrong there on Sunday Alec McLeish, Peter Grant and James McFadden Must immediately hold up their hands and give up their job The squad have arrived uh, in San Marino ahead of that one There were very few positives from yesterday of course Alex McLeish though insists the squad is very much a work in progress There's a lot of inexperience in the, the squad And... Um, we, we have introduced a few new names over the last year or so and it, it you know and it is a, it's, it's a process where it can take time but I know we don't have any time and I you know I want to get these lads playing to the level that we demand in international scene but you know it's, it's not easy for players to come from. Um, you know, no experience straight into the international team. I mean, I'm not saying it's the be all and end all, Hugh. I'm not saying it's an excuse. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the team at kickoff, eleven players, eighty six caps between them. That mm-hmm. that that's that's a concern. And uh, people may accuse that of just being with the benefit of hindsight. But eighty six caps between an, between the eleven, you, you need a bit more experience, surely. I, well, I, I would counter that by saying the team. Who represented Kazakhstan For the most part Played their football In Kazakhstan Nine of them Nine of them uh, And Ollie Burke Multi-million pound transfers McBurney Plays at a high level uh, Shinny Rangers target McKenna Celtic target McGregor Forrest Outstanding players for Celtic Collectively It is a disgrace That we lost 3 nothing to Kazakhstan John's in Coatbridge John Hi guys, I've just you've stole my thunder a wee bit there, surely. That team last night, right? Now you've got Scott Bain, right? We'll start for the back. Scott Bain's been in the form of his life for Celtic. And McKenna and Shinny have been Aberdeen's two outstanding performers. And then you've got McGinn, who's probably Aston Villa's play of the year. And to me, Cal McGregor or Forrest are in running to the Scotland play of the year. Armstrong seems to be playing all right for Southampton. And McBurnley's firing in the goals. And Ollie Burke seems to have improved a lot since he came up here. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm not getting against Big McLeish, right? But to me, it's time for a clear out for the for the Blazers and Malik McLeish as well. And I've been on here before on a bit. I would love to see Jack Ross, but I, and I don't want to mention the former Celtic manager, right? I've said when he went, I would love him to have took the job. But I think it's time for him. To, would you call it again? Give Jack Ross a wee shot of this job. I don't think Jack Ross would be interested There you are The players are there Shoot is what I'm doing, You know what I mean And you've all adhered to that the, the players are there To me Big Alex just out of touch with but, the but, but John Big Alex can only do You know certain things He can only coach them there It's what the players do play, it's, it's, Hold on Hold on, hold on. I'm just trying to answer you The players have got to do You're absolutely right What you're saying And I said at the top of the programme The players are in the form Of their lives that he picked That's why I was delighted It was a young side Delighted that they've all Got a chance But they blew it the manager will always take the blame for it because he's the man, man that picks them. But the players have got to look at themselves in the mirror as well. John, you can't just keep blaming the manager. John, I honestly believe that if Jack Ross gets Sunderland up, 
He will be far more enthused By the idea of going in an upward direction with Sunderland Than he would be about taking the Scotland job He is in managerial terms a, a very young man so at least you've, at least at least you've come up with a name, John. Uh, uh, to me, well, maybe not just Jack Ross shoot as I said, right? But I've been on here before and said that when your man left Celtic at one point, right? I would love to have seen Jack Ross get that job, right? But the, the fact is, is we've all agreed to this for a wee change, me and you, you. That the players they put out last night, but they're all in good form. Know what I mean? So where does where does the problem lie then? I know as Derek said, right? Obviously, the manager picks the team. So are, well, are they not just playing for the manager? Are they are they looking for something? Something new Know what I mean Because to me I, I just think he's Alec McLeish Who's out of touch With these players These young guys Because especially Some of the players Are in the form Of their life right now And uh, to me last night As I say I was fortunate Not to see the game Know what I mean Oh well, you're lucky You're the, the, the one of the lucky ones The problem is John You've got James McFadden And Peter, and Peter Grant Who are big time in there as well Helping out well, I don't think Young anyone men. I don't think anyone's saying That they're not to blame either no, though. No, There's no, a management no, structure what I'm saying is He's saying Alex is out of touch With the, with the, the football and everything else But you've got two young men no, there James is certainly What you would consider yeah, young Peter, Peter will be about, somewhere yeah. in the Right thank you to John and Copebridge 01419511025 We do have a game tonight Remember Partick Thistle in the Championship Big one for them uh, We'll look at it And of course More Scotland calls After the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results For Scottish accident And injury victims For 40 years Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson are here 20 minutes until kick-off in the Championship Between Partick Thistle and Inverness So we'll look at that one in a moment Let's speak to Kenny in Airdrie first though Hi Kenny Evening guys, how are you all doing? Good, thank you Kenny Hugh sounds like he's got a bit of a cold there He does, he's struggling Kenny But he's off tomorrow He's a, a rare day off for us tomorrow He'll recover, he'll be back with a bang on Monday <laughs> Good, good to hear uh, No, listen guys, it's just about the Scotland fiasco Up. I'm I'm 55 this year, probably same age as Derek, and a wee bit younger than you. Just a wee bit older than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, Kim, I've not qualified for donkey's years, but I really think we need to structure our leagues again. I think I've said this to you before, and I know the TV thing and that, but I think we've actually created a league, a, a fear. You know, the top two, the, the the two with the money, Celtic and Rangers, can obviously always compete at that top end, but I think we've made it that tight that every team plays with fear. You know, below them, uh, and the, the period dropping into the the bottom six, and then into the, the the relegation battles and things. I really, I would like to see a league of sixteen or eighteen back, and 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 continue that down the leagues, and make it a lot easier for people to actually play football and enjoy it again, rather than being so cutthroat. Well, Kenny may well be right, Hugh, and it, it does all feed into the the one point. You, you can't help but think it's a conversation for another day, purely because. Did we lose last night because the Kazakhstan League has a better structure than ours? You know, at the start of the season, Kenny, like the rest of us, was enthused by our league um, because we had Kilmarnock and Hearts, Kenny's team, and Celtic and Rangers and Aberdeen and, you know, the Hibs under Neil Lennon. Uh, everyone was agreeing that we had a better league than we had for years. I don't think that what happened last night and where the national side is going has anything to do with our major league or the need to reconstruct our major league. Kazakhstan's league, 
How does that look? I have no idea. Celtic failed to qualify for the Champions League because they lost to a Greek team. The Greek league is normally and, chaos. And I know these things can help. Kenny is right. They definitely can help. But if you look at what was the, the fashionable one a few years ago, every, we, we should have been like Iceland. Copy Iceland. The Icelandic league is you know irrelevant compared to the strength of their national team. Uh, Belgium are the number one ranked team in the world. So they are, the strength of their international team outweighs the strength of their national league. So... Uh, you struggle to, to see why that would be the be-all and end-all We are in a weird place though, Hugh I mean, look at this tweet from um, from Thomas Brooks Can the players have it in the back of their minds That if we don't do well in the group We still have the playoff lifeline It's supposed to be easier no. to qualify This is what's strange Believe it or not It doesn't feel like it at the moment We actually do have something to look forward to But they should be more relaxed if that is the case You know, have a go at it Because you know you've got that If you do fail Then you've got the semi-final and the final to play So that, that should be a... Hmm. Make them even more Rather than being tense In these games but It's when another you, aspect to you yeah, Because yeah. now it's like We need to we, we can't Sleepwalk towards that playoff And be in terrible form And low in confidence When it comes around Well we have Finland To play in that playoff Now I'm willing to bet That Finland are better Than Kazakhstan So There's no point in Taking comfort From something that's Way down the line We have a national football Set up At the moment Which has gone Very dull very unimaginative Very pessimistic looking And we need To be re-energised And galvanised It shows you how bad it, it shows you how bad it was though Derek Because we did win the Nations League group We did all we had to do sure, We secured sure. the playoff Which no. is the first in a long time It's the closest we've come But no one, no one cares No one's bothered about that tonight Because it was so bad last night I know And that's the big downer Nobody can believe it You know the lack of fight I wouldn't say the lack of effort Because they certainly tried It just wasn't there last night and, and and that's something they've got to take into consideration. The biggest thing now, I would imagine after the game, Alex has sat these players down and he, and he's gone through them and, and, and asked what happened, get their views. But see, when they were on that flight today, heading for Italy, and I would imagine all his thoughts are on San Marino. That's gone. We've taken all the stick for it, but we can't have that in our minds when we play on Sunday. We have to be focused and get our result on Sunday. Having been on many of these trips, Hugh, what would yeah. the atmosphere have been like on that plane? You've got players, coaching staff, SFA hierarchy, press, all in yeah. one. The atmosphere. Flight. The atmosphere would have been tense because those players. Who care enough to go online And see what uh, journalists have written about the team And the game uh, Some will take the huff Because they don't like the mark They've been given out of 10 uh, The SFA will be Hiding under the first class seats uh, And being unresponsive Will not go near any press people Go back to the golden era And you know Derek will know all the names I'm about to mention here When something went wrong for Scotland Ernie Walker, who was then, I think, called the General Secretary of the SFA, in other words, the Chief Executive, Ernie would be the first man up mm. and give you his view on what was happening because he truly cared. Big thank you to Kenny and Airdrie. Let's take a quick look at Partick Thistle Inverness, some Friday night football. I think it'll be healthy for us to just take a breath and think about something else just for a couple of minutes, then we'll get straight back to it. Um, Partick Thistle up against Inverness tonight, of course. Hugh Keevans it's, it's really is a huge night A win at home Could lift him out of the relegation zone And up to 7th It shows you how tight the league is um, Gary Caldwell Has been speaking to Andrew McLean I think they're a very good team I think The result we had up there Was 
one of the best results of the season to go and beat them in the manner we did it was impressive but we know they're a, they're a very good side and in fact recently I think they've probably played some of the best football in the division the game at Dundee United and the, the cup sticks out I was at it they changed the shape since we played them they've went to a 4-2-3-1 and when they play that I think they have creative players that are very dangerous and, and we have to be at our best to beat them but we know from the game up there that we can beat them and we, we have to go in with that mindset Quite a big incentive as well if you win you go up to Seventh. Yeah, I think every game we just look at three points. We don't look at where it takes you in the league. Uh, it's important we win for our own momentum and, and we keep that going. The result on Saturday against Falkirk, whilst we wanted to win the game. When you draw away from home, if you win the next game, it becomes a very good point. So we have to, to focus on getting the three points. The consistency and the quality is there. We just have to produce it for, for longer and try and get it for a whole 90 minutes. And if we can do that, then we can beat anyone in this league. And we, we know that, but it's up to the players to go out and, and produce that for 90 minutes. Great night in prospect. Mm-hmm. The, the Mary Hill Jags can do themselves a, a real favour by leapfrogging Falkirk and Queen of the South and putting pressure on Queen of the South, who have dropped like a stone. The Cali Jags have... A potentially big finish to the season coming up Because they are very much in the playoff hunt And they've also got the Scottish Cup semi-final With Hearts at Hamden So John Robertson has done a terrific job there uh, And uh, Shall I say it? <laughs> Go on no, then No don't I think Cali Thistle can win there tonight mm-hmm. Yeah I, I don't there any doubt I think they're a very very good side Watching them against Dundee United they do have a bit of quality when they play well. I mean, they're, they lack a wee bit of consistency at times, as a lot of teams do. But against Dundee United, they were well up for it. They played some great stuff and deserved to win the game. And I think if, if the two of them play to their full potential tonight, that is going to be one cracking game at Fair Hill. Yeah, the Thistle team, Jamie Sneddon in goal, Christy Elliott, James Penrace, Stephen Anderson, Stuart Bannigan, Scott McDonald, Gary Harkins, Craig Slater, Lewis Mansell, Jack McMillan. And Stephen Saunders on the bench, Aaron Lennox, Sean McGinty, Blair Spittle, Chris Doolan, Miles Storey, Aidan Fitzpatrick and Joe Cardell. A mad, mad league, Hugh Keevens. Oh, yeah. It is so tight. Well, as I say, Stephen Dobby has scored about 95 goals for <laughs> Queen of the South this season and they're in danger of being relegated. Because he hasn't scored for about three or four weeks now. Yeah, uh, at the same time, at the other end of the table, uh, you know, you've got Cali Thistle who were out of it, out of the playoff places for... A part of the season Thistle are only 11 points Away from the playoffs Yeah Despite you know the, the, You get the, the the relegation question Is the big one But they're 11 points Off the playoffs Yeah it's a mad league But mad leagues are good Madness is good Absolutely it is 01419511025 And we're also on Twitter At Clyde SSB Where we're cutting through To the real issues here David Hunter says Why does Hugh Keevans Always sound like He's got a cold why, well, do, why do you sound like you've got a cold tonight? Because you've got the cold I do own up to a congenital problem with nasal congestion No but that's fine, but tonight in particular you sound like you've got a cold because I've got one There we go <laughs> I think it's time for us to play this Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Beat the Pundit time Your chance to show off Your footballing knowledge Take on Hugh Keevans Or Derek Johnson And try and win yourself The signed ball At the end 0141 951 1025 You need to dial it now You need to do it quickly Because you only have Until the news At 7 o'clock Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets Results every week Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson are here waiting on your calls. You can tweet at Clyde SSB as well. A bit later on this hour, 
Your chance to win £500 in cash Thanks to the Stove Centre Glasgow And what's better than that Arguably is the chance to hear Hugh Keevan Say some words that he would never usually <laughs> say if now, it... This is why I've got a cold Because I had, right? a, I had a cold the other day And I was desperate to get back into the house And get to bed But I had three grandchildren in my daughter's car And she said Have you seen your papa reading people's books? <laughs> so these three gangsters Sat there <laughs> So I had the had the full-blown flu by the time I'd finished At Clyde SSB Go there right now You will see the video of Hugh Keevans reading the book But it's better than it sounds It's not just Hugh reading a book He's got the roaring stove from the stove centre He's got the smoking jacket He's got the fake cat Which he strokes very dramatically It's wonderful Anyway, that's a bit later on this first Beat the pundit With goals in the Scottish sun The SPFL and EPL latest Every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday not a classic week for the pundits, I tell you oh. Mark Wilson humbled last night uh, Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson are here though Trying to go one better And one of them is going to take on Terry from Cathcart Hi Terry Hiya How are you tonight Hi, Terry? Hi Terry Yeah good Feeling in confident mood? <laughs> so so I mean last night's contestant won Terry Just to lift his spirits a little bit After all the doom and gloom with the football So we'll see what we can do for you heads It's Hugh Evans' tails It is Derek Johnson and it's heads Hugh Evans up against Terry From Cathcarts Let me give Hugh some Clyde 2 in his ear hole Make sure he doesn't know what you're saying Terry And we'll get your clock up and running 30 seconds Head to head You can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Yeah Who was the Scotland manager prior to Gordon Strachan? Pass Seahorses feature on the badge of which English Premier League team? Scotland's women will face which side in their World Cup warm-up at Hamden? Jamaica Central Demolition Limited, the shirt sponsor of which Scottish Championship team? Uh, Polka What nationality is Rangers Borna Barisic? Croatian Which English side was today deducted 9 points by the EFL? Birmingham And who is currently the lowest ranked nation in the FIFA World Rankings men's? San Marino Okay, Hugh Evans, are you with us? I am Right, same set of questions to you You ready? Okay Who was the Scotland manager Prior to Gordon Strachan? Uh, Levine Seahorses Feature on the badge Of which English Premier League team? Pass Scotland's women Will face which side In their World Cup warm-up At Hamden? Pass Central Demolition Limited Is the shirt sponsor Of which Scottish Championship team? Falkirk Which nationality Is Rangers Borna Barisic? Uh Croatian Which English side today deducted 9 points by the EFL Birmingham. And who is currently the lowest ranked nation in the men's FIFA World Rankings San Marino mm, Tell you what Terry what do you think of the competition tonight That's pretty close mate Pretty close I think it is pretty close Let's find out exactly how close uh, Who was the Scotland manager prior to Gordon Strachan It was Craig Levine So Hugh goes into a 1-0 lead Seahorses feature on the badge of which English Premier League team Terry said Brighton You'll know that's not true though Because uh, they're the Seagulls Seahorse It's actually quite an obvious one It's a badge you will have seen a million times And you've just never really thought of them as seahorses Newcastle It's Newcastle Anyway I move on That can be your uh, lesson for the day mm. Scotland's women will face which side In their World Cup war match, warm-up match at Hamden Hugh Keevans I feel like deducting you points Because we spoke about this in the office Jamaica Ooh. Remember, people were cracking jokes about them turning up in the bobsleigh, like yes, cool yes, runnings yes, of film. Yes. Anyway, uh, Terry equalises on that one, so it's one all. 
Very impressed with this one Central Demolition Limited The shirt sponsor of which championship team You both got it right Falkirk. You both Falkirk. knew it was Falkirk I'm yeah. impressed with that uh, You both also knew that Borna Barisic was Croatian So we're still all level You both knew that Birmingham were deducted 9 points Ooh. So we're still level And you both knew that San Marino Ooh. Are the lowest ranked teams in the yeah, men's FIFA world Ooh. rankings So we have a tiebreaker Terry, in case you've never heard the tiebreaker before I'm going to ask the question um, I'm going to yep. get Hugh Keevans to write his answer down And I will invite you to give me your attempt afterwards, okay? Yeah The question is this How many Twitter followers does the Scotland national team have on Twitter? Hugh Keevans, write your answer down How many Twitter followers does the Scotland national team have on Twitter? Show me your answer please, Hugh Keevans Oh, he's very specific Terry, what do you think? 52,570 Okay, so that was 52,570. Hugh Keevans, read out your attempt. 25,088. 25,088. I can tell you the answer, uh, when I checked it yesterday, I hope it's not changed, was 32,500. Oh, so Hugh Keevans is penalty. a penalty shootout win. Hard lines, Terry. Oh, no problem. Well done, you. All right, thanks, Terry. Listen, no shame in that, Terry. That was a, to, what uh, a great effort that I, was I have to tell you that I have more Twitter followers than the SFA did uh, See it's the Scotland national team Not the SFA yeah. It's a slightly new account And I think that's why it's solo I Anyway st- I won't bore you with that I still have more Twitter yeah. followers <laughs> That's because everyone loves you <laughs> Have you not noticed It's access to me to give me a going over I think. 01419511025 uh, We do have international football tonight by the way If any of you still care I don't know maybe we've just decided to Take our minds off of it But we do have international football tonight England are playing the Czech Republic More importantly Partick Thistle against Inverness Let's speak to Reggie in Coatbridge Hi Reggie Hiya how you doing guys alright Yeah good thank you Eric I've got my wee pal Barry Right he decided to come up at night for a wee drink and watch the football. He's a Rangers sport, number seven sport. He came up my house with a Rangers stamp, a pair of flat flops. So I'm saying, how embarrassed my my neighbours that my wee mate comes up with a pair of flat flops on? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You've been working on that anyway, all day, Reggie. Uh, I'm all week. I'm having a wee dig at Barry, right? Derek, what I'm saying is, and Hugh, it's gone. Uh, thanks for taking my call. No I honestly think that I'm asking for football. Right, I, I listened to Derek talk about the love he had for wearing the jersey and all that, and I, I get that totally, right? But what I think is, international football in the day of money, unfortunately, is going to be a thing of the past. And I think, if you're on a, on a six-figure salary per week, for playing club football anywhere in Europe, which there's loads of guys have, right? England, I'm not saying in Scotland they've got that, right? But I think international football... There's a, there is a big loss of interest in it now. And, and it, it's unfortunate. I, my first memory of international football was the 70 World Cup in Mexico, which, which to me was the finest World Cup ever, right? But I was there. TV you talking about there. I know we lost the games against Peru and then we drew again around. I remember being a young boy watching that. Yeah. But I remember the same. Holland, remember. remember the third game in my beat Holland? Yes. What the a game that was. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But the passion was mega. Everybody right And what I'm saying is I think For example I think that One of the The guys that's sitting In the Celtic dugout Now Could easily Easily Have been a captain A Celtic A great Celtic centre half For years and years to come 
Unfortunately, his career was cut short with an internet, and I think John Kennedy. That's what a lot, a lot of guys, a lot of guys are, a lot of guys that are on mega bucks playing club football now. It's, I think club football in Europe and worldwide has got that that great financially. That I think European international football. It's going to be a thing of the Reggie, 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 you can answer that, Reggie, because as somebody that, that has played international football, I absolutely loved playing for my country. I, I think when, when I got, I mean, I, I didn't decide whether I was I was going to go on a trip or not. My club Rangers decided, depending if I was going to get a game for Scotland, and we had a massive game the following Saturday, the manager would say, "No, you're not going." And I was absolutely gutted. I think players nowadays, it might not look it on the park, but they all want to play for their country. It's, it's a wonderful thing to say, yes, I played for Bournemouth, I played for Celtic Rangers, but I played for my country. Mm, I will and that's answer, what every player wants. I will answer Reggie's international point by referencing the team he says he supports Celtic. Lack of success has caused interest in the national football team to wane. 21 years of not getting to World Cup finals or European Championship finals has without doubt caused interest in the national team to wane. Now, only success will bring that back. And the reference I'll make to Reggie's team, in 1994, Celtic played a midweek game against Kilmarnock in front of 10,000 people. It was a low point, and then Fergus McCann came in and Celtic were reborn. And in 25 years since then, Celtic have built a stadium to hold 60,000 people And they get 60,000 people in it It is success that brings people to football It is lack of success that sends mm-hmm. people away Reggie's right though And I'm not saying, you know, there's nothing we can do about it We're sort of stuck with it But with the modern game being worth so much money Particularly south of the border yeah. That was always going to impact international football We keep harking back to, to Ryan Fraser Ryan Fraser is... An asset of Bournemouth An expensive asset mm-hmm. for Bournemouth If Bournemouth get relegated It costs them tens and tens of millions His contract will be worth a lot of money And, and that's why the relationship Between club football and international football Has changed But we're yeah. stuck with it Yeah we are stuck with it And everybody else is in the same boat But if we were more successful If we were qualifying For the Euros or the World Cup finals I believe that players Would be putting as much pressure As they could on their clubs in England to say, look, I really want to go and play for my country. Yeah, and I mean, the Stephen Fletcher one, which people have been mentioning a lot in the last couple of weeks, You, there used to be a time then, if you were injured, you weren't in the squad, and if you were fit, you were in the squad. Stephen Fletcher's not in the squad due to fitness concerns, yeah. but then plays twice between the squad yeah. being announced and Scotland the, actually the, the playing change, in Kazakhstan. The change in that, Gordon, as you know as well, see if you're injured, you still have to report. The Scotland doctor decides whether you're fit enough to travel or fit enough to play because it was so easy for a club to form and say, no, he's got an ankle injury, he can't come. They didn't believe that. You I'm know, not, the, the, the yeah, I mean, you, So you now have to travel to the hotel and then the club doctor will look at you and decide whether you're going to be fit or not. You, sure you can have the discussion though. You can have, you have the discussion beforehand, I think, rather than it yeah. getting to that point. That's clearly what happened with Stephen Fletcher. Uh, as I say, we're at a place in time now where 21 years of exile from major competitions We've now had the worst result in our international history And that we are in a negative place Therefore, players are more inclined to agree to their club's wishes That they don't travel to play for Scotland And that's why I say we need 
to be reborn mm. as an international yeah. the, the ball has to be in the international team's court rather than the club. But it's not going to be. That's the no, point. That's it's not going to be. But it should be. Uh, it should Hugh, be. The Scotland national team Twitter account has had a bit of an upturn yesterday. Oh. So they say that, you know, no press is bad press. That's clearly what's happened yesterday. They're now at 35,000 followers and they have overtaken you. Oh. They've overtaken you. But you still won, I think, on the teaser because, yeah, you are still a lot closer. Yeah, don't worry. That's all right. Uh, thank you, Reggie and Coatbridge. 10 minutes in, Partick Thistle nil, Inverness Cali Thistle nil. It's quite an open oh. game so far, Derek. It's end to end. Thistle are coming forward. Which one? You can't, you can't call oh, sorry, them Thistle sorry. tonight The Highland Thistle <laughs> Still goalless Easy save in the end yeah. uh, For the Partick Thistle keeper Let's speak to John and Clyde Bank Hi John Hi guys Good evening How are we doing? Good Thanks time, John, John. Um, Listen See my take on, on Scotland Right I've got, I've got a couple of points The first point is See as a nation As a nation The whole lot of Scotland We're all divided Right Give one example I supported Ireland for years. Supported Ireland. I was a Celtic fan. And and, and I started supporting Ireland in the, in the, the late 80s because of Paddy Bonner, Mike McCarthy, Morris. A lot of Rangers boys, supporters, fell out to Scotland and went and, and followed England because of Butcher and Woods and that. And, and, and then as the years has been passed, there's, there's a certain distrust of both Celtic and Rangers fans of the SFA. The rest of the teams don't trust the SFA because they think that they favour the Glasgow, big Glasgow teams. And and to me, the whole Scotland set-up is fragmented. There is no unity. Um, also as well, I believe people have not forgave Alex McLeish for walking out in Scotland. And that's why he shouldn't get a maybe a second chance at the job. There were there was players yesterday that were playing out. Like the young boy at right back, young Liam Palmer, I... I I was watching him and he was out his debt. He's not young, by the way, John, no, but I, I, get, I get your point yeah. because right. he's a new, a new call up. Right, he's a newcomer. Shinnate's not played left back in years. Looked out of sorts. Everything was out of sorts yesterday. But this is the whole thing. We have to get behind Alex McLeish because he's in charge. Well, I, that's I the have, bottom line. Yeah. I, I, I come back into the Scotland fold. I, I remember when Sean Maloney scored the goal against Ireland, right? I was what. And I nearly went through the roof with joy And I realised I was more a Scotland fan than I was an Ireland fan Well I'll just take you back to one expression you used there That we have to get behind Alec McLeish No we don't We have to demand the best for Scotland Whether it's Alec in charge or anybody else We don't have to get behind anyone But he's the man in charge just now yeah, that's, what, yeah. I just, that's all he's saying Yeah but he's just had the worst result in our history And you know the, the supporters uh, who were there in Kazakhstan and watched them being vox popped, and they, they were not convinced. So, as I say, Alan McRae could always come out and say he is our man, and he will have the whole of this campaign. Would that really make a difference, though? Because John's just on telling you that people yeah. don't really care much for, or some people don't care much for what the Scottish FA have to say anyway. So, does that really make a difference? Well, it does to those who are out with the Glasgow bubble and who blame the SFA for this or that. Uh, you know that. This is the national team We have to rise above Parochial concerns And John is right isn't he Because we are incredibly divided I have the I have the good fortune Of looking at this Twitter account Every night Hugh Keevans And Celtic fans are 
utterly convinced They don't just have an inkling They are utterly convinced That the Scottish FA favour Rangers And the Rangers fans are utterly convinced <laughs> That the Scottish FA favour the opposite way So I, we, are, we are divided I said to you on this programme Gordon Months and months ago Scottish football runs on spite Malice and mistrust And I periodically repeat the phrase And I'll do so again tonight To underline what John has said So there we have it All our internal little problems But we have to address the big picture You'll win over Even those who think that the SFA are against their club You'll win them over if the national team Wins. becomes mm-hmm. a, a better yeah. prospect yeah. than they are at the moment. These things get highlighted when we don't win Can games yeah. and when we yeah. lose yeah. so embarrassingly. John, final word to you. Well, I want to bring you in here and, and Derek. Derek, you were there in 78 and unlucky. And still to this day, I don't know why Alan McLeod ever played you at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. But the Iran result is the worst ever in Scottish history as far as I'm concerned. We had world-class players in our team in them days, right? And we drew one each. Last night wasn't the worst result. It was the the Iran, in my my humble opinion, you. Right? But but you know the difference. Sorry to interrupt you, John. But listen, Iran actually qualified for the World Cup. Kazakhstan have done absolutely nothing. I think they've won three games in their history. The last 10 years, I think it was. You know, there's a a difference between the teams. I don't mind Alex McLeish. I've, I've always thought he was was no a bad manager, right? I, I really, I really do. But there was a lot of call offs, and and and, and then remember, you only get about a, a week, and you've got to play a game. You're, you're away to Kazakhstan. You've got to take the time zone, the weather. You've got to look at everything. And but what he's got to do is have a good show on Sunday, and have a good show when we play the Russians and the Belgians. All right, thank you to John in Coatbridge. It's 01419511025 to join. And not before we do this, though, the highlight of the night, Derek Johnson. Mm-hmm. Every night this week, we've been gathering round the fire for story time with Hugh Keevans and the Stove Centre Glasgow YouTube, they're calling it. If you want to see the video, it really is worth watching. Go to our Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Now, Hugh is about to share a few wise words. From a famous footballing autobiography Now, all you have to do to win £500 in cash Is tell us whose autobiography Hugh is reading from Listen carefully Watford is a great club And I made a mistake leaving there when I did It looked like we were ready to build and move forward So the supporters weren't overly happy when I left However, I was young and in a rush to get to the very top level Not an easy one tonight I'll play that one more time for you Watford is a great club And I made a mistake Leaving there when I did It looked like We were ready to build And move forward So the supporters Weren't overly happy When I left However I was young And in a rush To get to the very top level 01419511025 Whose footballing autobiography Mm. Is Hugh reading from You can win £500 If you get it right Thanks to the Stove Centre Glasgow The lines close At the end of this break Dial now Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation you deserve Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson are here We're about to get their full-time teaser up and running But before we do that Well, it's, it's time for this Just any excuse to play it again, really <laughs> Yes, all this week we've been gathering around the fire Story time with Hugh Evans in the Stove Centre Glasgow 
and it's the chance for you to win £500. What's happening is Hugh's sharing a few wise words from a famous footballing autobiography. And now to win with the chance of winning £500 cash, all you have to do is so simple, is just tell us whose book Hugh is reading from. I'll play it one more time and uh, see if we can jog your thoughts. Watford is a great club and I made a mistake leaving there when I did. It looked like we were ready to build and move forward so the supporters weren't overly happy when I left. However, I was young and in a rush to get to the very top level. Did you have good fun recording it, Hugh Keevans? Oh yeah, lovely. Uh, as I say... There are things in life that make your grandchildren really, really proud of you. And the sight of their old granddad in his smoking jacket in front of the stove fire uh, just made their day. Is it your smoking jacket or were you giving it? I- I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very busy phone lines. There are loads lined up, so we're just going to be picking them at random uh, and seeing who gets through to give us their attempt. Right, uh, Graham. Is in Maryhill first up tonight I just played the clip Graham. who do you think it is? Uh, very random guess John Barnes It is not John Barnes <laughs> Derek Johnson Sorry Graham and Maryhill I'm oh. going to fade you down In case you block the right answer out now Derek that's who you That's who you said, that. that's who you said. I thought it was as well uh, So we're about to ha- We're going to have to keep going On the phones Hugh Keevans It's yeah. the first time it's happened this week Ooh. Every time someone's come on the phone this week They've nailed it first up uh, But for some reason We went for the wrong one Let's try Peter uh, McGonagall Peter what's your guess? Uh, Brendan Rogers. Ah, Peter, you've nailed it. Well done. Five hundred pounds is yours, thanks to the Stove Centre Glasgow. Well done to you. Are you going to spend the cash wisely? Yeah, I'm going to Vegas and June with my boys twenty first. Oh, uh, so oh, oh, that'll get you three pints. <laughs> if, you, if you're going Thank to ga- if you're going to gamble it, do it responsibly. You never know. Peter might come back and turn it into more than that. But five hundred is brilliant anyway. Turn it into dollars. Have a good time, Peter. Five hundred pounds is yours, and that's it. YouTube is over uh, for a, I don't know. We need to bring it back at some point, won't we? Well, there'll be the BAFTA awards ceremony first of all. <laughs> the BAFTA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were throwing flowers at you and everything, weren't they? And well, bras and they were all sorts. The pots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did borrow that smoking jacket. That can't be yours. Yes. Yeah. No. I, 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 I was too classy for you. Yeah. Uh, Partick Thistle nil, Inverness Cali Thistle nil. At the moment, let's get the full time teaser up and running. My Sincere apologies My emails have just crashed on me Which means I can't tell you Who sent it in But the person will know So thank you for sending it To fulltime At Clyde1.com 12 SPFL managers Currently Have won The Scottish Cup As either manager Or player Can you name them? Tommy Wright Yes Uh... Neil Lennon Mm Mm-hmm just repeat It's really It's very simple tonight 12 SPFL managers Currently In the SPFL Who have won the Scottish Cup As either player Or manager Derek McInnes mm-hmm. mm-hmm It's very easy tonight Yeah uh... I'll take one more guess from you No Jim McIntyre Was that the League Cup Jim McIntyre Yes Yes There you are Mm-hmm. Why don't we come on like, in 96-97 Greg Levine Yes In one of our No You kidding? So. No No Craig Levine Right we'll leave it there We've got Neil Lennon Jim McIntyre Tommy Wright Derek McInnes 
so far So we'll leave that one there You can play along on Twitter At Clyde SSB This question was sent in I think it was a, a couple of months ago So I'm just double checking That nothing's gone out of date since then I dug it out uh, Still goalless Partick Thistle Inverness Cali Thistlehue And it flashed up on the screen there That the highlights Of Scotland against San Marino Will be on <laughs> On Sunday night And it sort of made me shudder A little bit Well, <laughs> what could lie ahead Well you know Surely not No no I would Go so far as to say It's impossible To lose to San Marino It would be Without question It would make Kazakhstan Look like a moral victory uh, So they, they are hopeless They are ranked 211 out of 211 They haven't scored a goal For themselves In San Marino In six years They are cannon fodder A good Scottish Junior team Would beat them uh, So Yes The team will change From the one that played in Kazakhstan But whoever plays Will be good enough to beat San Marino uh, I think it will be the manner of the victory That's important If we struggle against San Marino It will heighten the case For a change of manager A good junior team would beat them here. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. no, 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 no Cyprus have just no. beat them 5 Cyprus did yeah. beat them 5-0 It doesn't matter A good junior team I don't think no, I, I, I would disagree with that Well, Completely I've said, all it's all about opinions yeah. I've said Ockham Lake Talbot And I'll go back to them Because they've performed Terrifically well In the, the The senior Scottish Cup competition And I believe If you played the two of them Ockham Lake Talbot Would beat San Marino Yeah uh, DJ Not you The other one Very unhappy Because he 54 calls Trying to get through to YouTube I got an engaged tone every time He's even swore in the tweet I don't, I, there's only so much we can do Hundreds of people phone at the one time To try and enter the competition We're sorry if you couldn't get through I'm, my, I humbly apologise John is in Barhead He has got through to make a point tonight Hi John Hi Gordon Hi Hugh Hi Derek Hi John I'm on, a, I'm on about the playing surfaces Right mm-hmm. Hugh mm-hmm. Uh, Derek you'll remember Remember the 70s The winter time Right We were playing in mud There was hardly any grass Derek, you were training at the Albion, the old Red Ash. Yeah. And I Rangers. remember going to Shieldfield against Berwick Rangers. No, no, the 67 one. But I remember the 71, and I stood in the mock as a fan. And you remember at Shieldfield, Derek. Was that the 4 nothing game? Yes. The, the pitch was a bog. I scored twice. Aye. <laughs> and I remember Derek going back to the bus. We could have done my waders that day. Oh, that was horrendous. soaks up in the old buses, and there wasn't even the right heaters on it to drive our, drive our socks out. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to get at, people saying they can't play in the artificial pitches. I know if you, you understand, you don't agree with the pitches. But at the end of the day, Derek, as you know, you train the Red Ash, and Hugh, you know, that's how you were better with a black and white TV. And maybe 75, 76 Because if you put the colour TV on You shouldn't see the green For the muck on the park So Where where are you going with this John? Well he's just trying to say That it shouldn't matter The the playing surface And it's a nice sentiment from John But the problem is The people who are involved in the game Whether it be Management staff Medical staff Whatever They do think it matters And and that's where our hands are a bit tight Well that's okay As I say In the grand scheme of things Synthetic pitches and players from England not being allowed to play on them Is a relatively small matter compared to the future The immediate future of our national football team Who have recorded this humiliating result in Kazakhstan 
and question marks against the manager and his management structure and how much players are willing to play for him and why the players not turn up. A whole lot of questions to be answered, including why did the SFA abort the process of looking for a manager when Michael O'Neill said no and turned to someone who had not been the Scotland manager for 10, 11 years? Uh, the SFA will not answer that question or any other question. So we'll just have to throw it out there. But I do believe that we need a spark to reignite this national football team because it's in a dull, mm. mediocre, apathetic place. Where does that come from, Hugh? Because the nature of the opponent on Sunday, and you, you've said it yourself um, about the standard of San Marino, a win, even a relatively convincing win against San Marino does absolutely nothing for us. Nothing at all. That's why, first of all, we have to guard against not getting... Uh, a thoroughly convincing win If we stutter Against San Marino It will only increase the clamour For a change of manager So we, we really That's the important thing We must win If we don't win yeah. Then we've had it uh, so, so so what do you do Hugh? We don't win The manager No you're not good enough We'll sack him We'll get, we'll get rid of Peter Grant And James McFadden We'll bring somebody mm. new in but it's the same players that are going to have to go and play again. Yeah, yeah but let, let's be very clear. I know there's a bit of a debate at the moment. Most of the people are coming through on the phones w- want a change of manager. If we don't beat San Marino, th- th- there, will no not, there won't yeah. be a debate. Oh, I, I, just, I mean, yeah. this, is, this is getting ridiculous. In, in every league in Great Britain, when a team is struggling, the manager pays the price. As Derek knows, that's the way football works. And another manager comes in and inherits the same group of players as the guy who went before him. That is also how football works. And it's how international football must work as well if you feel you're headed nowhere. So the SFA, if ever they come out from underneath the bed, will have to, in the fullness of time, address this problem. Thank you to John in Barhead Keep those calls coming We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB Graham Gunyon's got some good names on the teaser can, can you the Matthew Breckenridge has got a so couple He's got sure. some wrong as well Peter Gray We're looking for 12 well, managers currently in the SPFL currently. Right. Who have won the Scottish Cup as either a manager or a player Right. Okay. So you're doing alright uh, What are you making of the game so far? Half an hour gone Partick nil in Vermes nil Even as it gets uh, you know, there's not been any great no, chances. You know, no. the keepers have not, not had an awful lot to do. Shots from distance, easily gathered by the keepers, but nothing much in the game so far. They're very Robbie, open. Yeah, the Robbie Nielsen one is Oh, sorry, back to the teaser. Yes, Robbie Nielsen won it with Hearts in 0506. Oh, that's another one We'll tick him off um, 01419511025 I think I said that A second ago There were one or two Difficulties Gary on the phones I think, you, I think you crashed them When everyone phoned in For the competition Yes Gary Caldwell <laughs> So you've got Gary Caldwell oh, yeah, Robbie you, Nielsen you, Tommy Wright Jim McIntyre Neil Lennon Derek McInnes You don't have to be a, a manager You can be a player Sorry Well Gary Caldwell I did say as a manager Or a player They had won the Scottish Cup Yeah Can't hear you My nose is blocked <laughs> Just after 25 to 8 You're going to make it through To the end of the show That's the good news I was worried about you When I first heard you this afternoon I was worried But I think you're doing alright You're off tomorrow Yes So feet up Lemsip, Horlicks Whatever it is That men of your vintage drink Uh, Yeah, It might might be something like that Yeah exactly Uh, Derek Johnson As a mixer Any any football for you tomorrow? Uh, No there's no games on really either There's a couple Today in front of the fire I think 
I noticed in the in the capital they're trying to get a big crowd for Edinburgh City. Peter Head, who trying to say to the Hearts and Hibs fans, if you're missing football, come and watch us. It's a top of the table clash. Absolutely, yeah. So it's a good idea. Always like it when teams close to hand. I would go and see that. Always like it when teams think outside the box a bit. Emilio is a giri. No, you. (laughs) What are you not? (laughs) Who does Emilio is a giri manage? You said manager or player. Yeah, they won the cup as a manager or a player, but they are a manager now. Oh. I see So you think I'm just looking for 12 people Who've won the Scottish Cup Right Is it Ian McCall? No Emilio <laughs> Isakiri <laughs> <laughs> That was straight out of the Gordon DL playbook Let me tell you uh, uh, Let me see John Clark who's usually pretty good I think he tweets in quite a lot Is struggling on 10 Which worries me Let me just make sure yeah, I can think of a couple that John's not got. Mm-hmm. Silence in the studio, though. That is concerning me. Read the question one more time. Oh, my goodness. So there are 12 managers in the SPFL who have won the Scottish Cup as a player or a manager. That's I will give you some thinking time. That's all the... Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson are here. Another incredibly busy night on the phones. So apologies if you can't get through. It's just one of those nights when Scotland do that to you. People are upset. It's understandable. We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Um, we're going through tonight's full time teaser. The address you need to send a question into us is full time at Clyde One. Com. 12 managers currently in the SPFL Have won the Scottish Cup as either Player or manager You've been scushing it so far You've got Derek <sighs> McInnes, Neil Lennon, Jim McIntyre Tommy Wright, Robbie Nielsen, Gary Caldwell I'll take two more guesses each Gary Holt With Kilmarnock against Falkirk The Livingston manager Yes. Mm-hmm. Gary Bolin Yes, can you remember who he manages at the moment? I think you're just throwing his name in randomly No, no, he's, he's one of the lower leagues Cowdenbeath He's in Fife Yes Cowden Beef One more from you Hugh And then we'll leave it actually Jim McInally Yes One with Dundee United So you've only got two to get We'll leave it there Because you've got plenty of time uh, To try and get it George Gilmore says Keevens you're a disgrace tonight Oh Throwing McLeish under the bus Every opportunity His achievements as a manager Outweigh any potential candidate Point at the players Not the manager Well it's not how football works uh, Unfortunately uh, when at club level or international level Things go wrong Even someone with a career like Gordon Strachan Got the push eventually So no one is immune from that kind of pressure Okay, there we go it's, To be fair, it's, <laughs> I think it's the first tweet we've had in defence of Alex McLeish So I certainly don't mind uh, providing both sides of the it's, argument It's funny Gordon Be prepared in the next week or so To get questions Because there's a boy I bump into all the time I'm fed up answering all the questions You never get them right <laughs> I was in the pit stop the other day Graham I said well why don't you send in some of your right, own Graham, says, I'm going to do that Step so up to the plate Graham tonight, So you'll listen to you Let's have them Full time at Clyde1.com uh, Chris and Irvin will round things off for us So before that let's speak to Charlie In Airdrie Hi Charlie How are you doing Gordon? Yeah good thanks What's your point today? Um, far as I'm concerned, um, I don't even do Scotland. I don't bother with Scotland at all because it's the same old story. All right, tell um, us, tell us what's on your mind with things out with Scotland then. Well, um, I I can't believe it. Um, Derek sitting there and um, he's not even mentioned Morelos scoring a goal for Colombia. 
only one for 10 minutes The 1-1 one, one, nothing uh, Yeah I don't think uh, he, I don't, he didn't score he Charlie He didn't score the goal that, eh? That'll be why Derek didn't mention it He didn't score the goal He didn't score the goal No no it was 1-0 and Falcao scored uh, It was over in Japan uh, Well I thought he'd scored the goal no. But the thing is He got his chance And um, as I say he came on And I heard he'd made a good impression He was only one for 10 minutes I think it was 3 minutes According three to minutes, uh, like, uh, according, Well listen You can still make a good impression In 3 minutes Well uh, Just getting on as a bonus When you see the strikers At Columbia I've got I think it's a huge well, bonus I'm getting Some of the ones That it's there like, They cost a fortune mm-hmm. And the thing is um, I believe this could Maybe bring his value up Even more seeing He's getting into the, His international team mm-hmm. Yeah I think that's true Hugh I mean I don't think Anyone would get carried away About the, about the 3 minutes And what that contained no. But as soon as you become An international As soon as you get call ups And you get yeah. appearances It does It adds to the value I think yeah. Against Korea In the next few days So if he gets a start there yeah. Or whatever That'll do him yeah. the world of good And it's right? a learning experience As well Hugh If you're uh, training with Falcao etc You're going to become A better player I think uh, Roberto uh, Rather Alfredo Morelos Has Made no secret of the fact that Rangers are a stepping stone and he wants to go and play probably in England. So, international football, as you rightly say, enhances your value, heightens your profile. Uh, so, at the first serious opportunity, Morelos will want away. And it is the transfer fee that will encourage Rangers to allow that move to take place or put them off the idea. Uh, Charlie, you want to come back in on that? Oh, I just I've got my facts hanging there. I don't know how I managed to say he get scored a goal and all that, but um, um, I must have imagined things. <laughs> uh, thing, but uh, it was a good I thought. knew it was on for. I knew it was eighty-seven minutes or something. Make a one. I yeah. can remember seeing that right enough. But the thing is, what I'm trying to say is that's him playing for the Colombian team now, so he's getting noticed. And um, as yeah. I say, could only bring his value up even more. Yeah. And this same thing, as I said to Derek three or four weeks ago, uh, Derek turned me and said, 10 million. I said, wait a minute, come on, Derek, 20 million at least. You know, uh, as I say, 20, I would even bat an eyelid at 25 million for Morelis. I think I think that's what the club are looking at. I, I think anything 15 on then would certainly take it, that's for sure. It's just a flavour of what's to come here. Yeah. The domestic stuff will be back with well, us before we know, you know it. Charlie, he makes valid points, but... The big question to be asked here If Morelos is sold Are you going to get someone Because he'll finish the season with 30 goals or more for Rangers Are you sure you're going to get someone who can give you 30 goals? Hugh, Rangers have been searching I would imagine for the last 3 or 4 months It's not that they've not been searching It's just because It's it's it's, it's a credit to Alfredo Morelos It's a compliment because it won't be easy to replace Regardless of But they're going to have to find somebody And they're not just going to wait until he's sold And say right we better look for a striker That's all happening now And they will have somebody in mind I would imagine should Morelos go Fast approaching half time at the Energy Check Stadium at Firhill. Hugh Keevan still goalless. Anything you need to tell us about? I think Thistle are doing well. Yeah. Which <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, no, good, lively stuff. But as Derek said, the game. Uh, Cali Thistle had one chance, real chance, which was just sent ever so slightly past the post. Uh, but that's the nearest mm. we've come to the deadlock being broken. Chris. It's been a good game though To be fair It's been a decent game Plenty of effort by both sides Chris is in Irvine Hi Chris Alright how are you doing tonight panel? All good thanks What's your point tonight? Oh good that's good right uh, Basically my point is A few years ago 2016 I don't think When Celtic went out to Kazakhstan We thought Oh let's look at this Time zone nonsense We went over there 
went in their time zone and come back to our time zone. There's no, that they were making up stupid excuses. That's that's I, I don't I, I don't get it. I we we ended uh, on a high. We ended that? on a high. We actually had a bit of hope for Scottish football, and I do understand that the main players of the squad were with injury or whatever, but. That, surely I'm not the only person that saw that coming last night. Celtic struggled over there the first time we went there. And then the second time we went there, it was, it was easy because we'd won 5 nil at aim. Yeah, Hugh, the time zone one ends up looking ridiculous because hindsight is a wonderful thing. We kept the players on UK time, but let's mm. let's not forget. In fact, the Scottish FA actually asked Celtic about it, so I, yeah. I, I can't remember specifically what Celtic did. They weren't there for as long, um, but Celtic were, were, were asked the question. They were they were asking Man City that this this was yeah. this was top advice in, among yeah. sports scientists. It looks stupid now. We look ridiculous because it's all oh, very good. All about the alarm clocks and the blackout blinds. You've just been humped by, by Kazakhstan, but it it was done for the right reason. Yeah, but you know, again, it's not the the be all and end all here. They've gone through the time zones and they've played very very poorly. It's one game. It has provided the worst result ever in Scotland's international history. But where are we going? That's the question. You know, if we credit in Kazakhstan, but we don't know anything about it. But the, the other side of the world, and to say, I, I don't, I don't know if it really is the worst defeat. It's only that if you didn't see it coming. Some um, people are expecting it now Because no. we, we've not actually saw Scotland no, play I, I certainly that's didn't expect reality. a defeat Chris A 3 nothing defeat I didn't expect that Because that's the thing That's how that's that's how bad it was Hugh Is that people are well aware of how limited we are But that was still yeah. like, Come on At yeah. the very most you were expecting a stuffy yeah. game At the worst case scenario I think most people You think maybe, maybe a point Even a narrow defeat But there's more to it than that It was a, it was a heavy score line yeah. And a terrible performance to go with it Yeah uh, it's got the campaign off to a shocking yeah. start. Uh, it puts us under pressure from the word go. Uh, now we're going to play the worst team in the world with some misgivings about how it might pan out in San Marino. Uh, and I repeat, it's not just about these games back to back, it's about where we are as a national football team and where we are is in a dull, mediocre, apathetic place where we don't enjoy a great support from what was once a huge supporter base and we are crying out for something to reignite Scotland as an international football team. Have you got any credible suggestions in terms of a, of a, a name? Because it's, these conversations are a bit bizarre. Alex McLeish is still the manager, but already, I mean, Twitter is full of it. You've, we had, did we not have Jack Ross on the phones? We've had Steve Clark, we've had Derek McInnes. Uh, people saying bring back Gordon Strachan. It's, it's um, I think I have to. Put put, a wind ranging discussion. Yeah, I have to put all the pressure on the SFA, the chief executive, the president. They abandoned the search for a manager when Michael O'Neill said no. They abandoned the search. They did not do their due diligence and see who was out there. They went for Alec McLeish, who has a long-standing friendship with the president, Alan McRae. If there is to be a change of manager, and I underline, if there is to be a change of manager, it's their responsibility. It's why they're there. It's why they're called the governing body of Scottish football. People want you to pick the manager, though. I'm telling you. I think you should pick up. I think it's a difficult one. I, th I think we may have to go foreign. 
Yeah, well, just, I'm just I mean you can talk about the, the Jack Ross, but they're too young. They don't want to leave. You know the day to day stuff. That's I mean, to be fair, J- Jack Ross has actually spoken on record a number of times about it being a burning ambition of his to manage well, Scotland. On, but whether, whether that's now or not would be the, the question. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought so. We have to think outside the box from time to time. The Republic of Ireland did it over the years. You know that they, Jack Charlton and. Uh, the, the Italian gentleman whose name Trapattoni, Trapattoni, Giovanni Trapattoni. Uh, you know they were capable of thinking outside the box. We have to be capable of doing the same thing. Thank you to Chris in Irvine. We're looking for twelve SPFL managers who won the cup as a manager or a player. The Scottish Cup. You've got Derek McInnes, uh, Neil Lennon, Jim McIntyre, Gary Holt, Tommy Wright, Robbie Nielsen, Gary Caldwell, Gary Bowen, Jim McAnally. You've got two to get. There's a bit of a there is a bit of a question mark over one of them, I must say, but oh. we're being generous to him. We're being generous to the guy. We're giving him the benefit of the doubt. There's nothing wrong with that. We've got two to get. There's one that was mentioned. Oh, said? three to get, sorry. Three to get. Three to get. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six. Quick. Seven, eight. Did we mention John Robertson? Robertson? You didn't, but you should have because he's one. Right. John Robertson, so we've one to get. Two to get. With the shows. You didn't see. I heard you talking about it at the break. He manages in the championship Naismith Naismith Gary Naismith Gary Naismith yes. And this, this is the one that is a bit Because he wasn't part of the, the, the squad on the day that won the cup But he was there, he was at the club at the time Let's just give the guy the no, benefit of the doubt I didn't, no. I didn't say played but anyway, said one. Look, you've got one more to get so You're telling us he, <laughs> bought, a pie, at he bought a pie at Hamden And he's part of the band What's his initials? Oh, that's so easy JJ Jonathan Johansson Jonathan Johansson Thank you Derek Johnson And Hugh Keevans Thanks for all the calls And tweets It was really busy Apologies if you couldn't Get through It was one of those nights We are off tomorrow Can you believe it A rare Saturday For Hugh Keevans To go and do What on earth He likes But we're back on Monday night 6 o'clock Hugh will be here Alongside Mark Wilson Next week Stay where you are Because GBX Friday Is up next